Hello world, this is Ingra with The Skinny Girl Speaks. So I want to start off this episode by making an appeal. As many of you may know, the Skinny Girl Speaks podcast is a little over a year old. We hit a year officially sometime at the end of May. And um, so I decided that it is time to uh, begin to see if we can get some support for this so that I can make some changes, make some modifications, grow a little bit. Um, And I want to just offer you an opportunity to sew into this podcast. I, from the feedback that I've received from individuals, it has blessed many people, um, brought awareness of some things. God has really spoken and given insight into the seasons that some of you are going through. And so I wanted to uh, just offer that to you so you can support The Skinny Girl Speaks on a monthly basis by going to anchor.fm slash TSGS for The Skinny Girl Speaks slash support. So that's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash T-S-G-S. GS slash support. And there you are able to support the podcast with a one-time gift, or you can even do a monthly gift and there's different levels of offering. So I would really, really appreciate if um, you would consider uh, sowing a seed into the Skinny Girl Speaks. Now, let's get into the content for today. And it's kind of a a little different. Well, maybe, maybe not. But anyway, so I was talking to someone about their space, just their physical space and how our space can really affect our well-being. I mean, it it really can. I mean, as a matter of fact, there is like a whole psychology of, I think it's called the psychology of clutter. And basically it just kind of talks about how when you constantly have a lot of uh, clutter and we're now, yeah, there are hoarders and I'm sure many of you have seen the show and have been just kind of horrified by some of the living conditions of people. And there are some pretty serious psychological um, issues that are happening there. But even on just a normal clutter kind of level, um, there could be some some indicators of things that are going on there. And so, yeah, I read some articles and looked at the psychology of it and, and that kind of thing. But I was really more interested in just kind of sharing with you something that the Lord brought to me because you all should know by now, I am motivated by my faith. So if you want to get my attention, um, tell me what God has to say about something and I will settle myself, uh, and start to listen. But, but yeah, so I wanted to share this, uh, you know, I thought about it because I was watching a show on, um, Netflix, 
I think it's Netflix or maybe Hulu. No, it's on Hulu and it's called Bless This Mess. And I'm sure some of you have heard that term. Lord, just bless this mess. I'm a mess. Bless this mess. But it made me think about a scripture. Proverbs 15, 19. And the Lord ministered to me about this scripture uh, some years back. And so I it was over five years ago and it kind of came back a couple days ago. And so I thought, let me just, I want to share this because, um, you know, I just want to share my time with everyone that listens, my time that I spend with the Lord. I want to bring it to you all and, and to share it on this platform because there are some people, you all, believe it or not, who are in the kingdom. So that means they are Christians who have received Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, and they don't realize that he wants to be involved in their life beyond church or just churchy stuff or the church walls. And so as I've shared with you all before, I do know that the Lord has given me my purpose and that is to create readiness in the hearts of his children. That means to just expose you to how I'm walking through life with God or or rather how God is walking me through this thing called life and then to share it with you all so that you could not mimic what I'm doing, but say, Hey, God, like Ingra is talking to you about, you know, cleaning up her, her house or, or what she's wearing or, um, where she's going to go today or just, you know, everyday things. So perhaps I can begin to incorporate more of you in my regular life. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of ultimately the goal is to just kind of put it out there to create some readiness and just exposure. Um, and then you all take it and run with it. Trust me, the father wants to just be, uh, delighted by your presence as much as he wants you to delight in his. So this particular scripture, Proverbs 15, uh, chapter 15, verse 19, it says, and I'm reading the message version. It says the path of lazy people is overgrown with briars. The diligent walk down a smooth road. So here's what I got from this, that basically the path of a lazy person is marked by turmoil. It's, it's overgrown. There's stuff in their way. There's things going on, but, but it makes me also think about how easily and how often we blame the devil for disarray and, and things that happen in our lives. But this particular proverb to me is plain and simply about personal responsibility. You know, um, yeah, the Lord is wanting us to take some responsibility for some of the mess uh, that's in our lives, that we have the audacity, the unmitigated gall to ask him to bless. And he's like, look, lazy people, yeah, your your path is going to be overgrown with briars. And 
And so let me just clarify this. This doesn't mean lazy as in, I mean, you could be lazy on many levels. Sometimes we are lazy with regard to attending to the things that God is trying to bring our attention to. Sometimes, you know, yeah, it, it flat out is, you know, lazy because I just don't have the energy to do something. And and like I was saying earlier, there's a whole psychology, there's psychological things that are connected to our paths being overgrown uh, with briars or, or just lots of stuff in our way physically, like literally in our way. And then also just kind of mentally, there's stuff that's in our way. But when we are diligent, when we're taking the time to hear God and to allow him to walk us through these things, and that means getting to the root of it too, um, scripture says that the diligent will walk down a smooth road. And so that's really the goal here. So, you know, not everything is a demon, not, not everything is the devil, but again, this is one of those for how the Holy Spirit was speaking to me through this, one of those personal responsibility scriptures. So a path full of briars just kind of equates to a life that's full of issues and things to trip you up and and things to stumble over. But what's needed is some diligent attention to be given to the things that are happening in our life. So if you are constantly stumbling and tripping, stop being lazy. It's time to clean up and to stop asking the Lord to just bless our mess. Here's where it got funny for me because Back then, like I said, this was when God was speaking to me about five, it was over five years ago, and my messy room uh, comes to mind. Back then, I had shoes and clothes all over the floor from, and tell me I'm not alone in this, either I couldn't figure out what to wear, or I came home too tired and I just shed everything right there on the floor and crawled into bed. And after so many nights of doing that, you end up with piles of stuff everywhere. I know some of you can relate to this. I know I'm not the only one. But then after after I have been the one to just change clothes and and leave them on the floor or on the bed or or on a chair or at one point and again I'm sure you can attest the um uh stationary bike that may be in your bedroom or the elliptical that's in your bedroom that that begins to uh hold all the clothes that you've tossed over in the corner yeah but then I get aggravated when I've got all this stuff everywhere and I have I, I end up stepping on a sharp high heel yeah, like that that really happened and it hurt. It was kind of the equivalent of stubbing your toe uh at the on the the leg of a couch or the leg of the bed. Then the other thing that happened that made me so angry is one time my feet got tangled in a pair of slacks that were on the floor and yeah, there were actually a couple it was more than one time. There were a couple of kind of nasty falls that happened and one of which my daughter was really kind of concerned like mommy are you okay i mean she it really kind of freaked her out because 
Uh, I don't know if you all remember that video uh, from some years ago, Scarlet Takes a Tumble, where this uh, young lady was dancing on a table and, and fell and it was quite a, cr- quite a crash. Well, yeah, I, I came tumbling down. But anyway, these are kind of small things, if you think about it, that over time they build up into heaps all over and then it culminates into this big mess so before you know it you look up and you're like oh my god like i have stuff everywhere and then it begins to feel kind of overwhelming you know it it just it gets overwhelming but you know for me i was like look if i just stop being lazy and pick these things up and put them where they belong, or if I just attend to these things despite being tired, then my path would be clear. Like the scripture said, you know, if I'm being lazy, my path is going to stay full of things that will trip me up. And again, I'm talking about a my, my literal bedroom that had things that were tripping me up. But for many of us, there are, there are messes that we have in our lives that trip us up. And um, again, it's not all the devil's fault. It's just a matter of personal responsibility. So both naturally and and spiritually, like I said, according to this proverb, laziness uh, or lack of attention in your life results in stuff being all over the place. Um, When we're slothful, Uh, or lazy or lackadaisical concerning spiritually building activities, then over time that can have a greater negative effect. So again, we can create a mess by being lazy with the things of God, the things that God is trying to get us to do, to stay on top of. um, That's part of our growth. It's part of our development. It's part of how we create disciplines so that we can grow, so that we can be sharpened. Because the reality is it's it's, it's time for us to be out there on on the field. We're supposed to be out there in the highway and the hedges and uh, attending to dealing with the things of the kingdom. But we've got so much mess in our way. I mean, think, I mean, I, I remember, you know, being in, in churches before where we should have been focused really on being out there witnessing, but to, to the, the world, to the masses, to the, the neighborhoods that were around, But we were so busy dealing with the issues of the people in the church, again, just all of those messes, that we didn't even have time to go out and and go ye therefore and teach all nations the great commission like we're supposed to do. So the Lord is just kind of, it's just something that he was uh, bringing back up to me. and, And I'll tell you, really, one of the reasons why, too, it's on my radar is because Right now, I am in the process of of packing up my home here in Colorado, and I will be returning back to Texas. Um, And then, you know, just stay tuned to see what God is going to do next, because I have not a clue at this point. I just know um, to just take step by step and listen to God and he will guide. I mean, that's what Proverbs 3 
5 through 7, it talks about how we should not lean on our own understanding, but if we acknowledge God in everything that we're doing, He will direct us. So I'm one of those people that had, you know, I had control of my life, and God said that He wanted to teach me this. great lesson on faith and how to just walk by faith and not by sight. So he just kind of took my life and turned it upside down. And so this is what I am walking out. It's it's kind of like being blindfolded and walking on a tightrope almost. Um, but, but anyway, so while packing up, like when I was getting ready to move here to Colorado, I, of course, I had to sell my home in Texas. And so when I was packing that up, I purged like three different times. Like I purged my whole house. I mean, from home decor to uh, purses, to shoes, to clothing, to even items in my garage, to books, to journals, to... Um, I mean, just every, my entire life, I have purged over and over and over. And so this is like my fourth purge. And so there was so many things that were just in the way, even like right now here in my office, although it's almost, it's just about empty. There's still some things that are just kind of on the floor in my way. But again, goes back to that scripture. These things are in my way. And and if I was trying to get out of this room really quickly, I would be tripping over all this stuff. But if I were to be diligent and go ahead and to move it or stack it neatly and orderly, then there would not be an issue. And that's going to be kind of funny, the feedback, because if my mom is listening, she made the suggestion, well, why don't you just stack it all up? And I was just like, mom, I just, I got, there's a method. I have a method to this, but, but nevertheless, there's just, it, it sounds like a very practical thing. But again, there's even scripture that says it's the small foxes that destroy the vine. So it's those little bitty things the things that we think are insignificant, the things that we think, ah, God doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about my room being clean, but think about it. How many of you, when you've got a bunch of clutter around you, it's hard to focus. It's hard to think. It's hard to get in the right frame of mind to pray. It's hard to study the word when there's a lot of stuff around. And so God is is literally wanting to uh, for us to clear our space so that we can then have a clearer mind so that he can then come in and you know just begin it'll be smooth sailing. Now I'm not going to say it's going to be all perfect and easy, but it'll be smoother sailing. Um it'll it should be a bit easier to kind of focus to to get to hear from him and to find a quiet place and to be able to relax. It just settles your mind. And so, you know, when when we come across people or if you've ever been this person where there's always one thing after another that they're dealing with. But if you look at those things separately, it's not a big deal. But there's so many of those small things that they get tripped up time after time after time, or you get tripped up time after time after time. 
And when they're talking about their situations, it's always what the devil has thrown in their way. You know, we hear all the time, oh, the devil is busy. The devil is busy. Well, yeah, I'm not going to say that he's not. Yeah, the enemy is busy and and he is um, always doing things. Um, Yeah, because that's just what he does. And I call him the biggest hater there is because the devil, think about it, was was one of the uh, most beautiful angels. And because of his wanting to be like God and to to get credit and uh, to be seen and just that whole pride thing, he was cast down. But think about it. He knows what heaven is like. He knows what being in the presence of God is like. And because he can never, y'all, he can never have that His goal, his mission, his focus is to make sure that none of us have it either. Isn't that the definition, one of the definitions of a hater? If if I can't have it, I don't want you to have anything good if I can't have it either. So I call him the biggest hater there is. So yeah, he does what he does. But at the same time, like I said earlier, there is a sense of personal responsibility that we have to make sure that we keep our pathway clean. That's in our our lives mentally to keep our minds clean. Uh, I mean, as far as away from clutter and, and I will tell you, social media is some of the clutter that has some of us tripped up. If you think about it, there's so many things, so many messages that we receive through social media and if you if you focus on that stuff, it can trip you up. You you're looking at the lives of people. Well, think about it. That's what they want you to see. You don't know what's been photoshopped. You don't know how things have been edited, uh, videos and posts, and people can make you see what they want you to see. And then you look at that and internalize it and begin to compare yourself to it. And, and the Lord is like, you know what, time out. And let's not even talk about the news right now. Time out, take a break from all of this clutter, all of this mental clutter, because it will get you tripped up. But if you are are diligent, meaning diligent with your time, okay, let me take a break from this. Let me step back. Then you can walk down a smoother road. So again, I just, I just wanted to share this with you just kind of, um, yeah, just quickly. Um, because it was something that, like I said, the Lord brought back up to me from, um, over five years ago and it was hitting home right now. And then I was talking to somebody too, who is having some challenges with their space. And, and here's something that I'll tell you too, because this has to do with that whole personal responsibility angle. Don't, don't, don't expect other people to do it for you. And I'm, I, listen, now I'm talking about even, even if you're going to pay them, because there is something to be said. There is a lesson to be learned by you, you putting your hands into the mess that you have allowed to accumulate. And then through the help of the Lord, because he's not just about church stuff, he's going to help you with that stuff. All those little piles all over the place, all that disarray all over the place. Holy Spirit wants to help you with all that. 
but there's something about having skin in the game. And that means that you've got to have uh, an effort. You've got to have some buy-in. It's it's an exercise for you. It's cathartic. It's therapeutic for you to go through it and to experience what it feels like for you to take your hands and begin to un, undo the mess that you've allowed to accumulate, begin to organize and purge. That's another big piece of this. It is a great time to purge. I mean, literally your space, purge your, um, your closet, purge your pantry, purge your garage, purge your underneath the, the counter in your bathroom, purge all of these areas and allow um, some some organization to come. I'm Look, it may sound a little crazy. It may sound a little off the wall to think that God is concerned about what's underneath your counters or what's in your pantry or what's in your closet. But, but he is because God understands the psychology of clutter. He, he really does. And so um, I just want to encourage all of you just pay attention to those 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 areas. I I know that this is going to speak to somebody. Somebody out there, the the Lord has already been kind of nudging you. Hey, you need to clean up, clean clean up some stuff, move some stuff around, organize, purge, um, get some stuff out of here. You need to donate because here's the other thing: if if we just hold on to these piles of stuff that are entangling our feet in it. I know entanglement is like a funny buzzword right now, uh, given Will and Jada Smith. But anyway, these these things in our lives that are entangling our feet, the Lord is like, I, I need you to get that stuff out of your way. Don't don't ask me to bless your mess. Don't ask me to bless you and 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 uh, cover you while you're tripping over sometimes literally tripping over things. He's like, look, I need you to put your hands to this and clean it up. I'll direct you. I'll guide you and I'm going to even bless you with some mental clarity, mental clarity at the end of it. So there's a blessing. There's, there is something in it for you, but I just want to encourage someone because I know there's someone Because see the Lord wouldn't have told me to share this if, if it didn't apply to anybody. Here's what I want you to do. Go to the skinny girl speaks that's on uh, Facebook or Instagram there's going to be a post, of course, announcing this particular episode, Bless This Mess. And just leave a comment to let me know, hey, you know what? <laughs> God was speaking to me through this particular podcast. Because I really do. I want to hear from you all. I, I want to hear how the Lord is speaking to you through the podcast. And and I do hear from some of you time to time. I get um, personal text messages typically is, is how it happens. But I, I want to hear from some of you that may not know my personal phone number. So we can still converse and communicate. We can connect through social media. So again, that's on uh, Instagram and also on Facebook. If you go to The Skinny Girl Speaks, you will find uh, the page and you can leave comments there. I do want to end this just again one more time the same way 
um, I started off and that is there's also an opportunity for you to financially support the Skinny Girl Speaks podcast that will enable me because this this is this is kind of this is my job y'all um, I, I the Lord pulled me away from uh, the career and, and again this is a faith walk for me so I, I minister I minister to the body of Christ I, I mentor I do life with people walk through things with people um, counsel sometimes um, sometimes coach you know I don't call myself a life coach but that's all in there all of it God blesses me to do it and it's what I was created for so I love to do it but um, but yeah this is an opportunity to um, extend to you all so that you can sew into or, or leave a financial gift but again the website for that is anchor so a n c h o r dot f m slash T-S-G-S, that stands for The Skinny Girl Speaks, slash support. Let me tell you that one more time. Anchor.fm slash T-S-G-S slash support. And as always, remember, God wants to do life with you. And of course, that includes helping you clean up your space so that you don't have a lot of stuff tripping you up literally to clean up the space in your mind. God wants to do life with you. He wants to do life with you. And so I'll end it there. Y'all be blessed.